0: Hello, friends. Welcome to the Industrial Marketing Show, the number one podcast for marketers in the manufacturing space. I am one of your hosts, Matthew Chanella.
1: And I am your other host, MJ Peters.
0: And MJ had a really interesting game she wanted to play for the podcast today, so I'll let you tee it up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, Matt and I are going to do an exercise, which Matt prepared for and which I am winging uh, which is, if you were the marketing leader, how would you spend a $0 budget, a 10 k budget, a 100 k budget, and a $1 million dollar budget, and a $10 million budget? And here are the rules. This is your budget for the whole year. At the $0 level, at the 10 k level, and at the 100 k level, you're assuming that you don't have to pay yourself out of this budget, uh, and you're assuming that you're not considering headcount. For the $1 million and the $10 million level, uh, we can start to think about what the headcount would look like in those organizations. So, and of course, we're also assuming that we are the leader of an industrial manufacturing business. So yep. um, with that in mind, the rules of the game has been set. Uh, Matt, what are you going to do with your $0 budget?
0: All right. So I'm walking in with my $0 budget, assuming, I mean, look, you know, when you have no budget, all you have is time and you have to make ruthlessly good use of it. Um, So the first thing I'm doing is I'm working on my overall strategy and strategic narrative for the company. So I get this tight and I get everyone, my CEO, my subject matter experts, my sales team singing from the same shitty music. Like this has to be your number one priority with zero budget because ultimately you need to do very creative things to make and distribute content. And so I'm starting. So let's, let's, let's assume like I start with that. I start with strategic narrative. I start with the overall marketing strategy, and then I'm getting into the tactics, okay? So let's get into the tactics of what I could do with $0 budget because I have no money to spend. So the first thing I'm doing is I'm launching a LinkedIn organic program with a few choice members of my organization, again, deriving that from the strategic narrative. Uh, I am pursuing a podcast slash podcast touring as well. I'm figuring out a sort of outline for what that's supposed to accomplish. I'm doing all the social listening that I can on LinkedIn, and then I'm coming up with topics. And we're trying to figure out how to distribute that that podcast as much as possible. Like I want to get that out two, if not three times a week to my audience. Um, Within that LinkedIn strategy, I'm also making sure that my team is strategically connecting with anyone in our total adjustable market where we could do the LinkedIn organic and then also distribute like aspects of the podcast there. And then lastly, I'm taking the rest of my time and I'm working on SEO strategy, ideally around long tail SEO. So I'm trying to get all of the high intent, low volume, low keyword difficulty keywords, and I'm writing content around that. I'm also pursuing any case studies that we can also get. So I'm assuming I have no money to do anything with the website. So I have to kind of deal with the website as is, but I assume I have enough skill to, you know, produce content for it. So I'm creating long tail SEO and any content I can and working on that as well. So that would be what I would pursue with my $0 budget strategy. And then I'm hoping to have my $10,000 budget strategy probably within, you know, nine to 12 months. That's kind of what I'm aiming for.
1: Nice. Um, All great suggestions. Um, I I agree with pretty much the the whole overarching plan there. I am going to spend again, you got you got time, you got no money. So I'm going to spend my time talking to customers. Um, yep. I hopefully we have a CRM where I can go get their information. Maybe we don't. Oh, no no, honestly
0: no. Um, no CRM in the $0. The CRM comes at 100 at uh the CRM comes at 100k mj. <laughs>
1: Yeah, maybe it does come in 100K, but maybe the sales team uses a CRM. If they don't, then I'm just going to bother them to introduce me to people or I'm going to do some cold outbound on LinkedIn um, and take it from there, connect with customers, talk to them, dial in the messaging, hopefully get some product development ideas, right? This is one thing marketing can do for free is take your market insights and um, use it to help the product team or the engineering team, if you don't have a product team, to come up with great Uh, great ideas for the product roadmap and influence that product roadmap. Um, I think there is some, some, you know, free stuff you can do organic social, right. You can use the free version of Canva and you can plug that messaging in to create graphics for, for social. Mm -hmm. Um, You probably have to keep. Oh, go ahead. um, You probably have to keep like your technical documentation up to date um, And then I'm with you like LinkedIn organic coupled with a outbound connection strategy. So don't like connect and pitch people, but just like connect with whatever the limit is. I think it's like 20 people a day now. It used to be like 70 or hundred, but um, connect with as many people as you are allowed to per day that are all ICP fits. So they see your content and have a, an organic posting strategy. I probably wouldn't do a podcast um, unless my LinkedIn organic strategy was really strong, just because I'm assuming I don't have time for it. I think- Probably at this uh, stage, your SEO and your LinkedIn organic uh, going all in on those two channels um, with the amount of resources you have will probably get you enough momentum that you can add a third channel later. But I'm probably going to stick to two at this stage.
0: Okay, that's fair. One other thing I forgot and neglected to add was sales enablement content for my sales team. I would I would work I would work heavily on that based on the customer interviews, as you said, which I would fold into the strategic narrative. But that would be another aspect that I ignored that I would also uh, I would also fold into the what my content strategy would be. Um, There's so probably
1: would... some uh, low hanging um, email automation kind of fruit that you can get too. Um, uh, you might not have a you might not have a budget. Yeah, no,
0: come um, on, zero budget.
1: <laughs> you can you can get Mailchimp for free up to 2000 email addresses. So you I'm getting Mailchimp that. for free up to 2000 email addresses.
0: the lead. MJ Mailchimp comes in at 100k here. I have this I have this folded in. <laughs> Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Mailchimp for free to 2,000 email addresses, and I'm gonna um, use that for product launches. And I'm gonna like if you have like a re- reusables now, I'm gonna try to get really scrappy, right? If you have some kind of reusable component to your product, like hey, you need a new sensor every 12 months, you need a new sensor every three months, you need to replace this thing every every six months, um, then I'm gonna have a drip like an automated thing, like when did you buy it? And hopefully there's like an e-commerce component, right? And then maybe you can make the argument that you can take some of the econ profits and then invest it back into your marketing strategy, but that's getting real, real scrappy here at
0: zero. Yeah, that's super scrappy. Okay, all right, let's move on to $10,000. Um, you got a little bit of money to do things here, and but you gotta be like very, very, very um, judicious with how you use it. So what are you doing at $10,000 a year?
1: Hmm. This is a great question at $10,000. I think, um, I don't think that I, uh, that I buy a tool like HubSpot yet. Cause that'll eat the whole 10 G's. So I think I'm going to split it between like maybe one key website project where I can pay a developer. It's probably going to be the homepage. Um, where I can pay a developer or and a designer like 2,500 bucks each. This is We're doing this freelance, right? Because that's the best you're going to be able to afford. I'm going to take it on Upwork. I'll take half the budget and I'll design a really great, awesome homepage and make that happen. And then the other couple hundred bucks a month, I'm going to put into paid search for really high intent, uh, long tail keywords.
0: Okay. I'm not at... Uh, paid yet at 10K. Uh, And I'm also trying to keep continuity between my $0 budget and my 10K budget. So I'm going to build off of what I'm doing at $0 a year. So I am with you, but I'm using my freelancer to do micro content from the podcast. I'm like, hey, can you create some video crams for me? And we can utilize that with the rest of what we're doing on the organic side. Uh, I'm also putting some analytics in on LinkedIn. So I'm probably getting Shield app for my team members so I can track LinkedIn organic performance because it's basically like the Google analytics for LinkedIn. And we can take a look at how that's translating. And then I'm putting an MVP CRM up like Mailchimp to operationalize and kick off a newsletter campaign, do some like 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 do like do some form capture, do things like that. And so with ten thousand, that's gonna that's gonna cover about all the budget for the year that I have there. But again, I want to build off of what I'm doing on the zero dollar budget, and so I'm being very judicious with that and being like, okay, what can I put money into that's gonna complement what I'm currently doing that's gonna give it continuity as we hopefully get up to hundred k to hundred k budget next.
1: Actually, you know, um, now that I think about it, because I, of course, am winging it and uh, did not come prepared like Matt did, um, I'm getting ideas as I go along. Um, I might consider at this 10K level because I'm already doing a ton of SEO and at the zero dollar level, I'm relying on free tools like Google AdWords, Keyword Planner. I might go in for like a SEM rush or a demand or- jump. I think the entry level demand jump is 99 bucks a month. Um. So I, I might put a thousand dollars there, twelve hundred bucks, because I think it's going to make your SEO efforts go a lot farther. So I'm I'm probably doing that.
0: Yeah. I mean, Ma, I think Moz and Demand Jump are the, the lesser expensive options compared to uh, Hrefs and Semrush. So I mean, you could pick or choose there, but again, like you said, like ad tech that's going to complement what you're already doing, so you can make better decisions off of off of that zero dollar strategy. All right. This is yep. fun. All right. So I think at 100K is where you really start to kind of do different stuff. And so this is where like, okay, now I can get a little more expansive. I'm still have to be scrappy, no question, but I at least have a little bit to work with. Uh, I am still not to the point where I'm hiring anybody. Uh, it's just still all me. Uh, we start to hire at a million. But let's go ahead and uh, and talk about what we do at $100,000. So go ahead and tell me what you're doing.
1: I actually have a cost breakdown for all of this
0: because I was so... Oh, detailed. no.
1: You have to go first because I went first at 10K.
0: Okay, that's fine. Sorry. So for $100,000, I'm doing all of the above, but I'm replacing MailChimp with HubSpot because I want to get a more robust CRM and I want to like work on aligning that with my sales team. I'm assuming $20,000 for HubSpot because I'm probably going to get the Marketing Hub plus the sales CRM with like two or three licenses, so that's at about that's about twenty thousand dollars a year. Um, I'm also finally going to get into paid, and I'm allocating thirty six percent of my budget to just paid distribution LinkedIn and LinkedIn and Google search. So you're talking thirty six thousand dollars a year. I'm probably going about a thousand uh, somewhere between five hundred and a thousand bucks a month on Google search. I'm going about two thousand dollars a month on LinkedIn, and I'm keeping that LinkedIn audience very tight, like um, making sure it's exactly who I want to do. Uh, I want to be in front of, and we're kind of just scaling that very, very slowly. I have additional money in for a freelance designer. Um, if I want to do that, you could also use Canva, but I would probably just go the freelancer route so I could get better creative. Um, and then I'm also getting dev and CRO consulting, maybe from a freelancer again. I want to help with site speed perform, site speed conversion rate optimization, and maybe like you said, a new homepage. So at that point, I'm starting to work a little bit harder on the website because I'm going to be driving more people from paid there. And then also I'm obviously working still on the LinkedIn organic long tail SEO podcasting. So I got a whole bunch of programs running. Uh, yes, that's a lot of work. Maybe I drop something from that. Uh, m- maybe at that point, like we're self-sufficient on LinkedIn organic. And maybe I just had to support the podcast at that point. And so, you know, it, it, it frees me up to do a little bit more stuff on the paid side.
1: Yeah. All right. I like that. Um, I am also definitely getting HubSpot marketing hub at hundred K. Um, I pro I almost never use the advanced sales tools. Um, I think the best part of the advanced sales, um, the the paid sales seats, is having multiple pipelines. But not every business needs that. So That's if you true. need it, you need it. If you don't, you don't. Um, so I'm I, I might want to get the reporting add on, which is I think like two hundred bucks a month. So I think yeah, my house budget comes out
0: to twelve k. Yeah, I mean, I'm budgeting twenty k because I want the sales licenses just so I can have the full funnel. Um, obviously and i want to look at that uh, but I, I i definitely see why you would not maybe want to go there at that at that point in time that's totally yeah cool. uh
1: i think we had 5 seats for that at firetrace but uh we didn't use them very effectively so i think i could get by without them so i'd go reporting and i would go marketing hub pro um so that's let's call that like 12k um i'm with you i'm going to be doing i'm going to be doing google at this kind of budget you um Let's call this—I don't know—five k a month. I'm going heavy hitter. Google, Google, and Google Google and LinkedIn. So, like, my paid budget's now going to be five k, maybe six k a month. But let's start with five k. That's sixty k. Depending on how niche you are, like you, uh, you might be able to almost hit your ceiling on Google with this low of a budget. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're a big company. Probably not. But if you're a big company, you don't have a hundred K a year marketing budget. So I don't know, like Sensorex X, like, you know, pH sensors and really niche applications might be able to hit the Google ceiling with like a budget of 3,500 bucks a month. Um, yeah. I'd probably split it. And, and this is actually, this is brings up an interesting point because um, people ask me a lot about what percent of your ad spend should you spend on LinkedIn versus Google? And What I always tell them is the percent of your ad spend that you should spend on Google is higher for lower budgets in general and lower for higher budgets. And the reason that is, is that Google is a capture demand channel. This is where you reach people that are in market and at a certain budget level, you are going to reach everyone that Mm -hmm. is in market on Google, at which point all of your upside is create demand on LinkedIn. And so like if you've got a 100K a month budget, maybe you've hit the ceiling on Google at 20K. And so you're, you're spending 80-20 on LinkedIn, right? But mm-hmm. at 5K, maybe your your ceiling on Google is 5K, but you want to get like 60% of it, spent 3K on Google and 2K on LinkedIn. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I, I could
0: see that overall. Um, you know, I, I tend to keep a pretty simple Execution on Google Ads, but I think again, it's going to depend on you know how much keyword volume exists for your product. You know, if you're in a product without a ton of like without a huge little adjustable market, you'll probably max out on the on Google pretty quickly, where you don't need to necessarily spend a ton. And I would still be extremely tight with that budget. Like we're doing exact match, we're doing very high intent keywords. I'm not chasing crap on on Google at all. And you know, I'm thinking probably with that, I'm going like. I mean, my budget was thirty-six thousand. I had to allocate it for, but I definitely thought about forty-eight thousand and pulling back from other stuff and doing four K a month. In which case, I was probably going to do, you know, one to one, one K to fifteen hundred Google, twenty-five hundred LinkedIn. Um, so yeah, I definitely see the um, I definitely see the use case for that.
1: All right, so let me finish uh, my budget out. So now I've got twelve K on HubSpot. I've got sixty K on Google and LinkedIn. Um, I am probably still using Canva at this, um, at this stage because I'm only going to spend like 2k a month on LinkedIn. I think I can make pretty solid ads on Canva. So I'm not going to spring for the designer yet. I've got 28k left. I'm going to put 10k towards website projects. So this gives me probably the homepage plus one other key page on the site. I'd have to choose if that's going to be, um, a product page or maybe like really having an excellent, like case study. Um, I, I, was And then I'm going to throw in here, like, I'm going to spend a couple thousand dollars working with somebody like case study buddy, or like a very talented writer to oh, make a home, home run case study, like
0: That's right. in multiple formats
1: or, or two or three case studies, right. For, mm-hmm. for key segments. Um, so I'll probably put 10k on various website projects. I probably have um, 5K or, or 4K, other other tools, right? Whether that's Demand Jump or you know other marketing tech stack tools that I that I want to do to enhance LinkedIn organic, to enhance SEO, um, and to enhance uh, what I'm doing on Google and LinkedIn if applicable, paid. Um, and then the rest I'm going to use to outsource and make some really home run case studies because I do think those are the most powerful content when done really really well.
0: I would agree. All right let's get to 1 million because this is like 1 million is a whole different ball game you are now hiring um and i probably went a little high on my on my hires because I'm, I'm i'm assuming a tech salary instead of a manufacturing salary but let's let's kind of dive into that you know because like i think salaries are just different across the industries but we can we can go ahead and, and dive into that so you start off on this because i started at 100k I'm, I'm dying to hear what you got here
1: well, I am in a good position because in spite of me winging it, this was very close to what my budget was at FireTrace. So I at least have, <laughs> I at least have some experience to go on here. Um, however, keeping in mind that at FireTrace, I owned product. And for the purposes of this, I'm actually going to assume that I don't own product.
0: Fair. Yeah, you don't. Um,
1: so it's a million dollars and it's all marketing. Um I'm gonna start by assuming that I'm gonna spend probably between 40 and 50% of this budget on headcount. So that's like 400K to 500K. And I'm still not paying myself, by the way. So this is just all,
0: or uh, are I'm we not paying pay- ourselves? Uh, I, I, let's do this with the assumption we're not paying ourselves and that we're already baked in.
1: All right, yeah, so I'm not paying myself. So, um, 400 to 500 K, um, fully loaded, I'm going to assume fully loaded. I got to pay benefits too. So I think I can get four solid marketers, maybe five for this. Um, so I'm going to have a product marketer, a senior level product marketer. So I'm going to spend a, I'm probably going to spend fully loaded, like 140 or 150 K on this person, which, you know, 120 K base salary. So I'm going to have a senior level product marketer, and then I probably am only going to get to three other people for between four and 500K. So senior level product marketer. Um, I'm gonna do a content marketer um, and I'm gonna probably pay between 80 and 100K depending on seniority for that. Okay. Um, this is actually interesting. I'm probably still, I'm still gonna outsource demand gen at a million. So like uh, and demand agency? gen is a tricky word. So I'm going agency on this and I'm gonna budget t- 13 to 14K a month for that. So I'm going to replace the headcount with the agency. Okay. Um, and then I'm probably going to have somebody who is a designer that also does technical document, like manages all the technical documentation, like spec sheets and that. Okay. Um, and the So that's my team. I have three people. I've got a product marketer. I've got a content marketer. And I've got design and technical docs. Um, and then I've got an agency that does all my paid media. So I'm going to pause there. I'm going to flip it back to you. What does yours look like for headcount and agencies?
0: So my my naivete on product marketing came through because I did not budget for that, but I just added it in and reallocated my spend a little bit. So I'm hiring four people. I am inhousing demand gen, and I'm hiring a director of demand gen myself because I just I know the importance of it. Um, and I know the importance of a good one. So I'm budgeting 150 for a director demand gen and 150 for a product marketer. Uh, that's including benefits. So you're looking at like 120 to 130 probably each there. I'm hiring a content director at $120 uh, uh, total. So including benefits. And then I'm also hiring a brand manager at 90000 thereabouts. So I got that. Those okay. are my four. Um, my ad budget, I'm going to go at about $240,000 for the year. So 20 K a month is what I want to put into it. If I'm going to hire a demand gen director, I'm sure it's all going to give them budget to go out and do that. So I'm not, I'm not going to like sit there and like, you know, play footsie on the budget. So you get almost a quarter million to go do your thing. Um, I am putting uh, about a hundred K into like, micro events and conferences. So I want to go out and do that. That's probably something I'll task the brand manager to take care of and lead point on. Um, content director will work on website and stuff like that. And then I'm going to keep another like 60-ish K on discretionary spend. So partnerships, a- anything agency related that I need, maybe some dinners or VIP events for my customers overall. So that's that's kind of how I'm breaking that budget down overall. So like you said, heavy on headcount, sure we have enough spend to go market. And go create and capture demand. I want a little bit so I can do the so I can do face to face, and then I want discretionary spend so I can do some kind of like sort of off sort of off program off schedule kind of stuff.
1: Yep. Um, okay. Uh, let me come back to mine. I'm at five. I'm just going to assume I'm at 500k after I pay the agency and the three people on my team. Uh, I'm going to do 30k a month for paid. Um, okay. I'm paying the agency 14k to manage it, so I better put my money where my mouth is. So that's 360. So I'm up to 860k here. Um, I'm going to take probably 20 K for tech stack. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe 30 K for tech stack. So I got about I'll 110. So add, I'm
0: sorry about that. So I had, I had 20 K budgeted for CRM in this scenario. Mm-hmm. And then I also had a dev CRO agency on retainer at about $90,000. Someone who's just going to handle, Hey, site speed, like anything I need built for the website. Like I need you on retainer to do that. Cause I'm not hiring anyone technical enough to handle that.
1: Yep. Yep yeah I like that. Um, so let's see 860, I'm at 880 after I've got a, or 890 after I've got a 20k, 30k tech stack. So I got 110 left. Um, I would probably at this budget think about one or two small events, but I'm not spending more than 20 K on each of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that puts me at 930. Uh, and then I would probably take the rest for opportunistic content plays, high quality case studies. Um, going and visiting customers and making content with them that way. Um, If I want to pay some writers to accelerate the pace of our SEO alongside our content person, I will do that. Um, And maybe I want to um, not have my team having to deal with managing the events. So I might pay an event contractor out of that 70K to take care of the two events we're doing um, that year. So that's kind of how I round that out.
0: All right, let's do 10 million now something that I so my budget at binzel was at a, about nine hundred thousand dollars if you included everything so I I like you had a little experience with a budget around this size and kind of knew how I would how I would do it ten million dollars neither of us have come close to managing a budget like that so we are both totally winging this one so let's go through and kind of walk through what you're doing here so oh, there's no
1: co- you have to go first because I went oh, first at no. a million
0: oh. <laughs> Ooh. all right. So (laughs) I am hiring, uh, again, I have a director of demand gen. I probably have a couple people in product marketing at this point because I'm going to go through my different either product categories or different industry segments. So I have like a dedicated product manager for each. Um, Let's assume we serve four verticals. So I'm budgeting about, what's that? $600,000 to $750,000 at that point for product marketing. Uh, I have a director of demand gen, and then I probably have a one or two performance marketing managers at that point. So I'm probably looking at about um, oh, I I can't do this math in my head. So I got a director of demand gen at 150. I have two performance marketers, both at 120. Um, So we'll do. uh, So do you do that math? That's about that's about three hundred thousand dollars. I'm gonna have uh, again. I'm gonna have a brand manager across or I'm, I'm going to have a content director. Uh, I'm probably going to get a better one at that point. So I'm going to go up to 150 on my content director and pay them like a more requisite salary. And then they're going to hire a team under them. I would probably look for them to hire three to four people because I want to make sure that we're you know producing content. We have someone doing like sort of uh, web- website content and blogs. I have another person kind of leading a webinar program. And I have another person maybe doing something around uh, media video podcasting stuff like that like video becomes a huge part of the strategy at this point in time right maybe we also go video on the maybe we go agency on the video as well um the oh god what would you even think about for the spend on um on on media at that point god you got to be looking at 300,000 a month maybe somewhere around there 300,000 to 500,000 a month is that fair um i mean you're, yep, you're I mean, you're, you're, potentially
1: you're, even more more
0: Yeah. I Um, mean, so, 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 yeah, I mean, I'm having, I have two performance marketers taking care of that. Right. So, you know, splitting splitting the allocation between social and Google and then whatever we do on, I mean, gosh, with that budget, I'm probably doing connected TV. I'm doing a lot of YouTube. I might be looking to do some, some ad spots at that point uh, on television, like in some local markets, depending on where I'm strong. Uh, I mean, again, $10 million is a whole new ball game and you're, you're looking at things that, at that are not necessarily like the classic B2B, um, execution. And then, uh, I have like a, a, army of like, of agencies at this point, I probably have like a dev CRO agency on retainer that I'm working with well, at a higher spend. I'm probably spending at this point, $20,000 a month on them or something like that. So I'm putting a quarter million dollars a year into that. Cause I want my website to fucking run, excuse my language. Um, I, I definitely. It, is, not,
1: hard to the, it hard is hard to do this. It is hard to spend ten million dollars. <laughs>
0: it's not ten million dollars. Yeah, I mean, we're we're doing content syndication at this point. I'm looking at like you know things like like G two or Capterra or whatever the equivalent of that would be uh, for industrial like Thomas Net or something like that. I'm looking at I'm looking at like partnership opportunities and I'm probably gonna do as much as I can with that and then I'm, probably micro events and conferences. I probably have three or four brand managers who are two of whom are probably just dedicated towards events. And I probably have an exhibit house as well to support that also. So that's probably what I'm doing overall. And then I'm keeping about, I would say I'm keeping about a million dollars in discretionary spend to do VIP events with customers, finding opportunistic programs to test and try and trying to basically find innovations and breakthroughs in my program. And again, like I'm winging it here and I have no idea how I break, how that cost totally breaks Mm -hmm. down, but I'm thinking that's how I would best try to spend ten million dollars if I had that as my budget.
1: Yeah, this is probably not super relevant to most people that listen to this podcast, but it's pretty fun. Um, yes. Okay, so here's what I put together mostly through listening to what you said and trying to organize everything in I my head. I
0: appreciate you the test on me. <laughs> yeah,
1: the first the first place my head went was who's on the team when you've got ten when you're spending ten million dollars a year, um, and I broke that out into field marketing and ABM uh, product marketing, demand gen and content. Yep. And I think you have a, a director or a VP for all four of those things.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. And
1: then each person probably has a team of between two and five people. Okay. And so I kind of did very rough math. And so I think if you have those four functions with a director or a VP that each have a team of two to five people, I think you end up with a headcount budget of about like $3 million a year. Okay. Um. So there's that's the headcount, and then I think if you are spending ten million dollars a year, you're gonna you're gonna have a couple of events that you're going to that you're gonna spend hundreds of thousands, if not a million dollars on. Yeah. So, um, I think you've got an event budget that's like two or three two million.
0: dollars. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's six million, and then I think I spend the rest uh, on digital, and that is split between agency and, uh. And paid media spend, so I end up with a with a budget probably closer to closer to what you you first threw out there as a number, like 250k to 300k a month.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So I don't know anyone. I mean, if anyone in industrial listens to this podcast and manages a 10 million dollar budget, let us know because we would love to have you on the show and hear how you manage that budget because. Jem, J and I are totally winging it. There, like million dollars, yeah. We we both know how to how to handle a budget like that. Ten million, I'd probably have to spend. First off, I'd have to go through the 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 kind of the, the budget anyway with the CFO and go, how did we allocate last year across headcount and programs, and then I would take a look at our analytics or our CRM data and go, well, what produced for us, and then I'm like, all right, this can stay, this can go, this needs to be cut back, and then. I'm going to go with my own sort of uh, research and then instinct on what I feel is going to be best based on customer insights and all those other things. But who, ten million dollars? I feel like that's a. I mean, you're if you're ten, if you have a ten million dollar marketing budget, you must be a five hundred million plus company at that point. Um, Maybe even a billion. At that in, point.
1: in manufacturing for sure. Yeah, man. In SaaS, you're probably like a hundred, hundred million.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just caveat. Well, this is the industrial marketing show. So I'm assuming a manufacturing use case there, but yeah, no doubt. All right. Um, was-
1: wait, hold on, hold on. Um, before we, before we wrap up, I want to go back to a million for a second. Okay. Um, what was the hire that you didn't make that you k- kind of like, oh, if I got 200K more, I would have made that hire. Uh,
0: full-time developer.
1: Oh, interesting. I would have gone field marketing manager because I'm just not a good field marketer. Okay,
0: I would have gone. I would have gone full time developer because I would want to. Uh, I want my website to sing. Like I think most industrial websites fall on themselves by having like really, really bad dev, CRO, site speed, failing core web vitals, and I'd have a dev on staff to make sure that was not the case.
1: Um, this has been super. The the most interesting thing for me about talking through the ten million dollar case. Um, it's just seeing like how quickly that money goes. Cause you're like, all right, I got a team of this, the, you know, product marketing, field marketing, demand-gen content. And you look around and like a lot of companies have all those things. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I often compare my own ability to execute marketing against companies that have all those things. It's like those companies are spending $10 million a year. Like if you can go toe to toe with them within a million dollar budget, you are crushing it.
0: That's right. High five yourself. And you have, and I have. Right. I mean,
1: I'm not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I have, but like, I'm not. I'm not saying that I have done that. But I'm saying if you are currently doing that, pat yourself on the back because you're crushing.
0: It. Yeah. All right. That was a lot of fun. And uh, yeah. And again, if you manage ten million dollars uh, in budget a year, let us know. We want to talk to you. That would be awesome. All right. You want to end the show here?
1: Let's Let's wrap it up.
0: All right. You can catch the Industrial Marketing Show on all of the major podcasting platforms, including Apple and Spotify. There are no other major podcasting platforms. Please subscribe to the Industrial Marketing Show. Leave us a five-star review on Apple. Leave us a written review on either. Um, if you uh, DM um, MJ and I if you want to be a guest. If you have a topic idea, if you want to tell us how great our show is. We've getting, gotten quite a few DMs over the last month month or two. And they're awesome. Like we 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 dark social them to each other, and we pat ourselves on the back, and we're like, yeah, man, we, we love that we serve you all and help you all in your career journey and help you navigate what is a really really tough marketing role in industrial. Like it is brutal. So we have we we both of us have a lot of sympathy for you if you're under resourced, under uh, appreciated, stretched too thin. Like we we know how that feels, and we know that's tough. We know that's tough sledding, especially in a in an industry that is so sales led and and product led like industrial. So like we are really happy to help guide you all through that. So we'll be back next week with a new episode. And uh, I think both of us are going to have like new roles at that point. maybe. (laughs) So for the industrial marketing show, I'm Matt and I am MJ and y'all have a great rest of your day.